You're listening to the IPHC Leadership Cast. Hello and welcome to this edition of the IPHC Leadership Cast. I'm Garrett Magby with the IPHC Communications Department, and I am here today with the brand new Director of Women's Ministries here at the IPHC, Director Samantha Snipes. Samantha, how are you doing? Very well. Thank you, Garrett. I'm so pleased to be able to um, talk with you today and and also uh, kind of give you a chance to introduce yourself to all the listeners out there and talk with us a little bit about how you got here and um, your vision for women's ministries and, uh, you know, some things like that. So let's go ahead and start. Tell us a little bit more about you and your family and how you guys wind up in Oklahoma uh, to take over women's ministries. Awesome. Well, um, I have a husband named Todd and two sons, Cole and Skyler, and they are presently 12 and 9. And we came from an island in Florida, Anastasia Island in St. Augustine. Very nice. We really loved it there. But God had other plans for us. <laughs> other plans, yeah. <laughs> other plans. <laughs> you have to from Florida to Oklahoma. Exactly. You know? He yeah. knew he knew the direction of that we were going to be taking, and he prepared us all. And it's it's been a really great transition, actually. It's been good. That's it's, that's yeah. excellent too. Yeah. It's, sometimes I know that now here in the office, people have joked around about leaving the beach and leaving the ocean for yes. for Oklahoma because yes. we don't have an ocean around us. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we're surrounded by land everywhere, but we've got some good lakes. Exactly, so. <laughs> lakes and four wheeling with little boys you know that's right they've got to love it they yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. Do, do now do the guys do they do they enjoy Oklahoma so far they do they, they do. do so awesome. it's been really great and it's beautiful it's beautiful here. Yeah. it does it, it has some good amazing country yes. and, and that sort of yes. thing so uh, that or fields you get exactly. a little bit of and we love the fields love you know? the fields yeah, yeah, there's yeah. where the four-wheeling goes <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly Okay, so you guys are here now, wound up here, uh, and, and it was a little bit of a, a transition because you were having to move from Florida and everything like that, right. um, got here, and now, coming into Women's Ministries, tell us a little bit about your your initial vision for what you would like to see happen in Women's Ministries and what you guys are focusing on right now. Okay. Well, what we're focusing now is heart vision, and and what we are doing in this is really connecting people to God first so that they can hear God and know that he has plans for them and that they are here for such a time as this. And with heart vision, God has given us each a purpose. Even before we were born, we have this purpose written on our hearts, and we are connecting people to their purpose. We want to say, hey, God has you here for such a time as this. It is time to live the life that he had designed for you since before you were born. And in that people can run with the vision in their hearts. They write it down and then they run with it. And then people are activated. They're mobilized. They are really bringing about the glory of God in their lives because they're doing what he's called them to do even now in this very moment. That's amazing. That's amazing. And, and in that vision, as you were, as you were getting this, um, this basically this this call from the Lord to to really focus on this area of people's lives. Uh, what were some of your initial? I mean, what were some of the initial kind of you know tuggings on your heart, so to speak, that were leading you to say, "Hey, we really need to focus on this. We really need to um, implement this in women's ministries, but also in the body of Christ in general." But start in women's ministries and really get um, the ladies to focus in on this this heart vision of theirs. Well, I think that women and people in general 
can live their life on a day-to-day basis and just go about living without really connecting to what they're really here for and that purpose that would give them such fulfillment and such, you know, passion to live out their lives. So they can go about living and go through their entire lives and then go, wait, I forgot to live. I forgot to to connect. I mean, I went to church every Sunday, but did I connect to God in that intimate relationship? We're teaching about intimate relationship with God, where you are hearing his voice, where you are listening to him, where you are seeking him daily. And then from that, he gives you stuff and you have to overflow. You have to have, you know, he reveals that vision to you and then you run with it. And so that people can live a life with passion instead of just living life. Right. on a day-to-day basis, and then forgetting to actually live what they were called to live. Called to do. And you don't want to get to that place where you look back and you say, all these years, where uh, did they go? Exactly. You know, what did I, what was I What was doing? I doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because exactly. that, I know, that I know God, his heart would grieve saying, hey, I actually, you were born right here at this exact time in this place. I put you where you were to impact the lives around you and to impact the the people that I have put in your path and what are you doing with it and I just want people to know that they are called, that they have a purpose, that they have a plan and a destiny, and it is ordained by God. And it's a powerful thing if people could understand, wait, I am valued by God. He loves me so much. He has a plan and a purpose for me. Right. And that's the, that's the, that is the crux of it. That's, that's, that's it. That's right yes. there. That's the heart of it, so yes. to speak. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, and it's very, it's very interesting because it, uh, it's we're always we're always um, told or taught or hear that saying of many are called but few are chosen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it really the ones that are chosen are are those who get that, who understand. Hey, there is there is a call on my life. Yes. I have a call, and now I can either ignore that call and waste all of this time, yes. or I can grasp that and I can really seek after God, exactly. seek after His his call and therefore be chosen to carry out mm-hmm. the plans that mm-hmm. he has. Um, I think that's excellent because especially as we move forward into the future, a lot of people, I feel like, and I'm seeing it, you, you see it in the news, the crazy things are happening all over. And, and a lot of people are just going through life, kind of living their, their life living day by day, Mm -hmm. but not really saying, okay, there's more to this than just me getting through each day and making it to the next. Because eventually you don't make it to the next day. And it's like, what was that, what was that whole time span for? Right. You know, Um, I think that's excellent. Now, now in implementing this Mm -hmm. with women, what, what are some of the the areas um, to focus on first? What are some of the things to kind of focus in to start getting your mind into that idea and, and getting your heart set for that mentality of life? What are a few of the initial steps to start taking? Well, the first and foremost step is to seek God because um, we can go about saying, hey, I just want to know what my vision is and I'm going to run with it and that's it. You know, it's all about me. But when we seek God, he kind of gives clarity and direction. And and if we skip that step, the clarity and direction is not really there. We can have part of the vision, but we won't have all of the vision down. Right. And so 
And the other part of it is he gives clarity and direction in moment by moment. So seeking is not just, oh, I sought him and I got it and I'm good. It is like a day by day thing because we grow from glory to glory to glory. And this day is more glory than yesterday. As we seek him, we're filled up more and then we overflow. It's like a freshness by continually seeking. And so I would say that is first and foremost, if anything, because no matter what, you're going to overflow. If you seek God, he's going to fill you up to overflowing. Yes. And then what you overflow from is going to be that thing that God had already put in you. So it will be a natural thing that you walk out in. Yes. So it won't even be that you have to try to do it because if people try to do something, then they're trying to be somebody else. Right. And he is gifted and anointed each person specifically to do what they're called to do. And it is part of the anointing that he put on their lives. And it's not of their own effort that it's there. It's right. just there. It's a gift that he's given them. And so once they seek them, it's almost like they're connected. And you can feel God say, hey, this is what you are to do in this season. And I have, you know, and, and you can't get away from it. The other part of it is right. it helps you stay directed <laughs> because we can all be distracted. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> by life and by all of the things that are around and all of the responsibilities. Um, this isn't discounting all the responsibilities. And for women, we have the children. We have lots of other things right. that are extremely important and that we pour in our hearts into. Right. So, But God knows this. God knows that we have these other things that we all focus on, and they can all be interrelated, and that they can all be part of what he's doing because he calls a team of people, too. I look at like family like that. Um, God doesn't just call one person in a family. He calls that family as a team. And each person has a different kind of anointing and a different kind of outtake in life. And so part of who we are is pouring into our families. In the midst of all of everything that we are called to do, that is first and foremost. But we're seeking God. And then we write the vision down because he says write it down. And we can forget to write it down. And there is a write it down step. He says it. (laughs) Right, right. And so we have to write it down. So we write the vision down. And, And then after we do that, the part of it is obedience. Obedience to the vision. We can seek God, get it. We can write it down. And then we can sit. And we can not do anything towards it. And there are steps of action. It may not be full fulfillment in that very moment, but you know that you know that you know what it's what it is. Right. Then you take the steps of action and you run with the vision. Right. You run with it. And it is step by step. It is not full blown whatever. It is take that first initial step. If it's an email or if it's a connection just to connect to someone, or if it's, you know, subscribe to an email or a blog (laughs) or something to learn a little bit more about something that he's called you to do. There are steps of action that we are and being obedient to the vision that God has placed in our lives to do it. To do that, yes. And, And we have to do it. So if we miss those, all of those steps or one of them, it puts us kind of in a place of incongruence. It kind of has to be, it has to be in order. It has to be in order because, and like you said, first, seek the Lord. Yes. It's that initial saying, hey, God, I'm open to what you have for me. Yes. And then after you seek the Lord, he will provide that clarity, as you mentioned. And then that clarity leads to okay, hey, I need to write down what I'm, what I'm seeing, what he's right. given me, what he's right. telling me, right. and then start taking action towards those things and not just leave them sitting on, on your notepad, you know? Yes. And I, I love it. I think it's great because that, that step process, it's simple, and yet it's so hard to really implement if you don't 
really set, set your, your sights on, okay, I'm really going to do this. I'm not going to just think about it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to be read about it only. I'm going to actually do it. Amen. I think that's amazing. <laughs> and the other part, too, is when you write it down, you can put it before you. You know, set yes. the vision before you so you can run with it. So even if you might have fear or other things that might come against what it is, Mm -hmm. you have it before you on a daily basis. And you're like, oh, I feel empowered by it because you're getting empowered by the Spirit of God. So the final thing is, too, it's not by our might or by our power, but by the Holy Spirit. Right. That we do everything. So he empowers us to do it. So then that takes the pressure off of the do. It's our obedience to do it. And then he does the empowering to to actually carry it out. Yes, absolutely. So, so then it's like, wow, this is a no-brainer. If I just do these steps, I'm all good to go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's much But hey, <laughs> the Holy Spirit gives that lovely little simple steps of action. And then the Holy Spirit is so good to us and helps us do it, you know? Yes. And even if we, you know, make mistakes along the way, we're in process and we're on a journey. And the Holy Spirit knows how to help us, guide us. Right to take that next step and to empower us. And it's really, it's really, uh, and I've, I heard this recently, so there's, there's, there's two parts to this, but okay. it's really one, trusting God that yes. he will Amen. provide mm-hmm. you the means. Mm-hmm. And you, you're, you're not alone. You're not doing it yourself. You can't do it yourself. Right. You have to have him do it through you. Yes. But then also, two, it's that, like you mentioned earlier, uh, whenever fears or that sort of thing come up against whatever that vision is, whatever that clarity is that he's giving you, um, that you can remember, uh, and I heard this recently, that fear, if it's not, you have to weigh it against God, weigh it against his word, weigh it against the scripture. But if you fear something that, in a way that's not of God, or that contradicts what we know of the nature of God and what he tells us, then you can look at that, that vision, you can have that clarity like you were talking about, mm-hmm. and you can go forward and say, I don't need to worry about that. It's really it's silly for me to worry. It's almost right. it's almost the enemy's way of trying to put up roadblocks right. to keep you from going after God because he knows if you do, the outcome will be a great victory for the kingdom. That is really good, Garrett. Because the other part of that too, even this morning when I was talking to God and just praying, um, and He impressed upon me, and it's still fresh. So, mm-hmm. but it is it is so good. Um, he said, you know, as we are hearing the voices around us, kind of a thing. And we are hearing his voice. We know what his word says. And then we have the voices of the fear, of the of just different kinds of communication that we let enter in and entertain our own minds right. that are not of him. Right. Yeah. And we let that in our minds to di- distract us from what we're supposed to do, even in that day. Yeah. But just that that thought would consume us enough to take away of our time instead of saying, you know what? God already had this covered in his word. He already had it covered. He already had it taken care of. And his voice should be the loudest voice we hear. Yes. Even if it's that still small voice, it is the loudest voice. It is the end all. And then the other voices, like you just said, should just dissipate and go away because they don't have that authority to do that to us, you know, to distract us. They don't. And why are we even wasting our thoughts on them? What is the point? Exactly. And I'm like, wow, that's so obvious, God. (laughs) It's so obvious, you know? And, and, you know, and I know, and I felt his, you know, his spirit, it it grieved him. It grieved him that others, uh, that we would listen to those other voices over his voice. 
because he's speaking to us. This is already done deal, you know, just go and do it. That's so, that's, that's so good. That is just so good because you're right. What, what does cause us to listen to anything other than God? Right. He's God. Right. Why would we listen to (laughs) (laughs) him? Exactly. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. In, in, uh, cause right now we are actually in a focus as, as a denomination on the fruit of the spirit. Um, and from July to September is when, um, when we're really taking a, a closer look at that as a part of our focus this year in mm-hmm. 2015 of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. Now, what we're talking about is going to directly result in fruit of the Spirit and the operation in those, those fruit. So give me a little bit of your, um, your take on uh, how this equates with operating in the fruit of the Spirit. And what, when, we, when we start doing all these things, what starts to happen? Okay, here. Well, what um, what we just put out is our women's publication, the GPS. Yes. And in this GPS, we focused on love. So there's the fruit of the spirit of love. Yes. And what we're um, really kind of drilling down on is knowing the love of God. If we can wrap our hearts and our minds around His love, then again like everything we were just talking about before we are invincible we are invincible because we know we are so loved and his the the depth the height that every part of his love can go there's no boundaries to it and for him to reveal that love to us on an ongoing basis makes us a person that can love at all times and so what we were focusing on too um, is that we should represent love. We represent Him. So when we walk out, that fruit of the Spirit of love, it should be all in us, over us, about us. Yes. We make all our decisions about it. We also did a love challenge in the GPS too. So it's one day, 24 hours, every decision, every action rooted in love. Awesome. So you have to think about it. You go, wait, I don't know if that's in love. I think that's just because I want it. (laughs) (laughs) Let me think about that decision. Oh, wait, if I did it in love, it would be this. And there is a a difference, you know? There is a difference. You had silly decisions. But so anyways, we're kind of like drilling down on love because I believe that when we as a body of Christ know how much we are loved, it is bar none that we could just love the world and they would all be running to him because it's just amazingly ridiculous how much love he has oh, yeah. for each one of us individually and for the lost. And so we would represent him. That's what we're called to be, ambassadors of him. Absolutely. You know? Exactly, exactly. So. One, and it, and it goes back to the very thing that Jesus did on the cross. I mean, and it's exactly. it's the number one most talked about thing exactly. in Christianity because that's where it, it comes from. But it is. But it's really that that idea of God would literally literally die because he loves us so much. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. And so and and I think that's wonderful because the the greatest 
of all of the fruit is love. The greatest of all of the action, the way to sum up everything that we're about is through love. Exactly. And so that's that's amazing. That is really awesome. And and you mentioned GPS. Now I want to focus on this. Okay. This is something that I want everybody to really to grasp. GPS is a wonderful publication that Women's Ministries is now putting out. Yes. You guys just put out the the third, third quarter. Yeah, quarter. Third quarter this year. Okay. So the third third issue this year. Uh, one more to finish out 2015. Yes. yes. And then 2016 coming in strong. Have yes. four more new issues. Yes. Um, and it is just full of. I mean, tell us tell us what all is in there because there's a lot of good stuff. Well, this this month or this quarter, we ha- we are talking about um, Nepal too. Okay. Um, yes. Matt yeah. from People to People. Yes. He um, he's talking about that. So that's an opportunity for us to be able to show the love of God to Nepal, and God is doing some great things in Nepal at this moment, and it's because of the love of His people that He's able to move, and so and that's what I think is just so awesome you know we can talk about love and say yeah we love we love you know but do we really love people i mean do we have barriers up that we don't know about and god doesn't have those barriers because he loves them regardless do we come with a mask of religion or of our own ideas but what is his love is it's all encompassing i mean jesus on the cross again He's saying, forgive them. He's saying, forgive the very people that persecuted him. Yes. That's real love. That is the Absolutely. love that we are to show. Absolutely. It goes we're against so, everything in our everything, nature. Everything. Yeah. yeah, we're right. We're supposed to be like him. You know, exactly. the guy that says, forgive him. Once I'm getting <laughs> nailed to the cross and I'm really suffering here, forgive them. That's the kind of love. And he doesn't expect us to do it, which is so good because what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He will fill us up. Enough that we can love the unlovely or love the lovely, whatever we're called to love, you know. Right. But in our daily lives, if if the if the world could say, you know what, that's a Christian, they're gonna love me, you know, mm-hmm. they're not gonna judge me, they're not gonna say this or that, they're just so full of love. That's what I'm talking about. I'm yes. talking about the body of Christ being so full of love that the world doesn't see us as people judging. We are those that love. That's amazing. That 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 right there. Sermon. Just write it down. Start preaching everywhere. Right on. <laughs> it's, it's excellent. It's excellent. Um, now, uh, and I, I hate to do this, but we are running out of time. Okay. So, but I do want everybody to know how to subscribe to GPS. How to follow Women's Ministries. Okay. Um, so you guys are on on our um, website. So iphc.org forward slash women. Mm-hmm. You can sign up for our subscriptions and, and it'll get you'll get the GPS and also other things that we are doing. Okay. Um, okay. So there's a heart reboot devotion too. I didn't even mention this, but there's lots of resources that you can plug into or have um, send out. So mm-hmm. the love challenge, it'll be available so that people can send it out too. Mm-hmm. Awesome. To, awesome. to people that they want. And then um, the devotional is a seven-day heart reboot devotional. Very cool. And then also the GPS, Women's Publications, so you can get that. So there's lots of different resources on our website that we are going to continually put up uh, awesome. more and more. More and more. Uh, and, yes. And also on Facebook. Yes, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Twitter, okay. And there's IPHC Women's Ministries for Facebook and Twitter? Yes. Yes, okay. And then um, and then also, uh, like you said, there is a subscribe um, option on the website, so you can go yes. and subscribe to the email list, and you'll get all of the information. Yes. Everything. Awesome. Yes. Well, Samantha, I want to thank you so much. 
for talking with us today, and I know that our listeners are very much appreciative of all of the wonderful insights you've had, the leadership that uh, you're bringing into women's ministries, and just all the exciting things that are coming up in the future and where God is taking um, uh, women and the entire denomination from there. And, and a lot of times, uh, the ladies, they've, they've really got uh, some, some strong, strong, strong positions in the church where they can just have a mass mass effect on the ministry and where it's going and and really bring um uh i feel like really bring some dynamics uh to the ministry when they catch these heart visions that will that will just basically um it'll kind of spread without people realizing what's happening they'll just say what what why is thing why are things improving what is going on and and I just, I'm excited for it. So, awesome. and I know everybody else is too. So thank you so much for being with us. And hopefully we'll talk to you again in the, in the near future. Thank you, Gary. Thank you for listening to the IPHC Leadership Cast. For more information on the Leadership Cast and other church-related resources, please visit www.iphc.org.